the limits of an administrative state. In a lot of ways, I'm grateful for this mass chaos that we are seeing today. I have been warning about it for so many years. Finally, there is context to the warnings. Now people who don't think about these kinds of government problems very much can see the cost of what a bad government can bring them. I wish it weren't so costly, but I think people needed to see it in a way that impacted them. In their busy lives of paying the bills and picking their kids up from soccer practice, most people don't have time to think very deeply about the things that impact them most. And in many ways, the pressure put upon Dr. Fauci under the coronavirus management has been a fantastic exhibition of why the concept of the administrative state is a perpetual failure every time it was tried. But too often, these failures have been hidden behind successes that happen by accident. Because President Trump left the White House and Biden came behind him, it left Dr. Fauci exposed. As soon as we took away the positive sales talk of Trump, COVID-19 and its perpetrators were left open to their commitment to administrative failure. I've been talking about the Edward Bellamy book Looking Backward because it was the formation essentially of big government at the start of the progressive era from the perspective of 1888. And its stupidity in assuming that creating an all-powerful administrative state would be the cure-all for corruption and door for all future progress was misplaced from the start. Many have always known this, but not enough could see it clear enough to act on that knowledge, that is, until now. From the Sunday morning interview with the defender of the progressive administrative state, Ted Koppel, Dr. Fauci was exposed. It's clear that during all the lead-up to the pandemic crisis role-playing that had been done at events like Event 201 in New York during October of 2019, that the American Constitution was not discussed as a limiting factor to crises management on a global scale. No matter what role Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci had in creating the Wuhan virus through gain-of-function research in partnership with China, it is quite evident that they did not understand how Americans would react to their protocols. At first, people gave Dr. Fauci the benefit of the doubt. They allowed lockdowns. They allowed for masks, social distancing, and all kinds of crazy ideas created by the administrative state Edward Bellamy and Karl Marx had always dreamed of. One world functioning under the rules and regulations of medical professionals to essentially nationalize all industry under a COVID emergency. But Americans expect a plan to solve a problem. They were never going to accept a perpetual change state where the medical industry that we count on to keep us healthy would become some parental government figure telling us what to do all the time, over everything. And that ultimately is what Dr. Fauci didn't understand at the beginning, which he is learning about now. Do I think Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates are the intentional embodiment of evil? No, I think they are typical bureaucrats who create evil by injecting themselves into a process as an administrative impediment to innovation, which is typical in all bureaucratic management bodies. From their perspective, they were doing the right thing. But see, that's the problem. The definition of the right thing is always determined based on the limited understanding of the characters involved. The administrative state that manages all that activity, as Edward Bellamy fantasized about, and progressives for the last 150 years have been trying to implement through our education system, was always going to be determined by the weakest links, which is something Americans ran from in Europe. It was the cause of westward expansion. Whatever anybody thinks about the destruction of the Indian nations, or the battles to free people from slavery, the revolutions, the piracy in the Caribbean, it all came from people wanting to be free of the administrative state, not chained to it more. People like Dr. Fauci followed rugged Americans to their homes and now, through the media, were in every part of their lives. 
So when there was no plan for getting rid of COVID, it would only be natural that people would grow to hate Dr. Fauci, as they hate all people who constantly intrude on their lives. It's clear now that Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates never understood how Americans think or why, among others, in the administrative state. To indicate that Americans have a misplaced belief about individual rights over the demands of a public health crisis is not to understand the essence of our country. Progressives like the billionaires attacking America like Bill Gates, George Soros, Michael Bloomberg and many others have shown why we all want freedom from an overarching administrative state. Whenever a thought process is siloed, as it is in the case of a heavily bureaucratic government where someone like Dr. Fauci sets a policy that everyone else must follow, then you are limited in your life to the limits of such people. If they are not the smartest in the world or even the best, people will get frustrated and get stuck behind them. For instance, I say this often, but when people tell you to stay in your lane, what they mean is that they expect you to stay behind some big truck on a highway that is only going 40 miles per hour up a big hill, and they don't want you to pass them. They want you to follow the rules and to lower your own speed limit and expectations to the weakest link on the highway. But Americans like to travel at their own speed, and if they come upon such a slow-moving vehicle, they expect to pass. When the administrative state says they cannot give them room to pass, they will be angry people. And Dr. Fauci obviously never planned for that reaction, which he should have considered from the outset. Before this debacle of the Biden administration and Dr. Fauci's massive failures, by sticking himself into all our lives so recklessly, people tended to forget about the slow-moving trucks once they could pass. By the time they got where they were going, their tempers lowered considerably, and life went on. But now, because people have been restricted for so long, and there are no plans for a fix, people are getting justifiably angry. America was founded as a solution to the administrative state. We left the world to start our own life in North America. We did it to be free of people like Dr. Fauci. Not to become more managed by them. Free people will give them the benefit of the doubt until it goes on too long and they get tired of being stuck behind the slow-moving truck. They will not stay in their lane forever. It's a lesson Dr. Fauci and the rest of them learned too late. No matter how good the intentions were, the rule in America is that administration state incompetency will not be tolerated, whereas it's generally accepted in the rest of the world. They accept it in other countries because they have learned too. But in America, the nature of the people who make up the country and have a constitution that limits the powers of government on purpose, the concept of yielding to infinite authority isn't in the cards. Eventually, people will pass the administrators, and if their goals were to slow down society with their slow-moving truck, they would always end up disappointed. The hatred of Dr. Fauci and the political division that has erupted over COVID is healthy, and it's good for people to see it this way instead of through actual violence. Perhaps this lesson will sink in and make us a better society. But it won't change America into an administrative state. Instead, maybe now people will listen better when we warn about it in the future. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business